0: This hour when we get into Swamp Watch, talk about what's going on in Washington, D.C. Serena Marshall is going to update us on the CPAC conference that's going on. Not only was uh, Wayne LaPierre, the head of the NRA, there today, but uh, Mike Pence is speaking. I think the president is speaking as well. So we'll get an update on that at the bottom of the hour.
1: Hey, come join us next Thursday. We are going to be out news and brews. That's right. The return of Gas News and Brews at J.T. Schmidt's in Tustin. This is going to be a good time. If you haven't been there, it's always a good time there. They've got a great selection. Steaks, pasta, pizza, salads, burgers, everything. They have a $25 burger.
0: I mean, they're not all, but they do have a what special. That that's a $25 burger. Eight ounce uh, sliced prime rib, bacon, onion straw, Swiss cheese, Sweet corn, mayo, and avocado on a toasted bun.
1: Mm. This is all about OC Restaurant Week. It's in its 10th year. It is always a good time to check out new restaurants, and this is the week to do it.
0: Oh, An ale and cheese soup.
1: You guys are going to have to bring me back something, Mm. like a treat.
0: A a doggy bag? Yeah, please. Of stuff?
1: Please. (laughs) Uh,
0: Not Your Mom's Deviled Eggs. Do you like truffle fries?
1: I love truffle fries. Truffle fries are I'll on that I'll smack menu. you right in the throat oh, for some truffle oh, fries. Oh,
0: what about this? Lots of tots. Tots the way you remember as a kid, except now they're served with chipotle aioli and spicy tapatio Okay, Catch that's up.
1: happening. That's happening. Lots the of tots. The truffle fries are happening. We order the burger right now. is happening.
0: Lots of tots right now.
1: What else is going on?
0: Time for What's Happening.
1: What's happening?
0: If you were alive, in 1905 that was the last time the california legislature expelled four senators any senators that year they expelled four of them they were meeting in private yesterday to talk about tony mendoza and the allegations of sexual impropriety against him guess what he said well if you guys aren't playing my game i'm gonna take my ball and go and tony mendoza resigned from the state senate he is out They could have suspended Mendoza without pay or with pay. They could have censured him. They could have expelled him. All of those are exceedingly rare, and he didn't want to go through the embarrassment, so he just said he's going to resign.
1: Brendan Fraser. Good riddance, by the way. Brendan Fraser is trending, and some of you are saying, "Who's Brendan Fraser?" He used to be a big deal back in the uh, early '90s. School ties, Encino Man, The Mummy. (laughs) I you
0: are going to tell me. The original mummy. The original mummy, yeah. right. Yes.
1: Wasn't he in the last season? Oh, it was a Showtime show. He played a bag. It was good. Brendan Fraser says he is part of the Me Too mov- moment. He said he was assaulted by the former Golden Globes president. He claims that he's 49 now, and he claims that former Hollywood Foreign Press Association president Philip Burke sexually assaulted him in the summer of 20. 20- or excuse me, 2003, while at a luncheon at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Here's how it goes down. He says that Philip Burke g- reached out to shake his hand on the way out of the hotel. He says his left hand reaches a ground, grabs my ass cheek, mm. and one of his fingers touches me in the middle area.
0: You mean the area that that it ain't that part and it ain't that part?
1: Yes. Very good. Thank you. And then he said it started moving around. Okay. He said the incident left him overcome with panic and fear. I felt ill. I felt like a little kid. I felt like there was a ball in my throat. I thought I was going to cry. I felt like someone had thrown invisible paint on me.
0: That's the weirdest line of it all. But I don't know. He's a grown man at this time. Yeah. Wh- I'm not sure that that would be the reaction. I.
1: What the hell are you doing? Would be the reaction, right?
0: He did tell his wife about what happened at the time, but he he told GQ he didn't have the courage to speak up because he said he didn't want to be humiliated and he didn't want to damage his career, which is exactly what we've heard from so many women who were victimized in these same ways, I suppose. He did have his agent ask the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for a written apology. What they did was they agreed to never allow this guy in a room with Brendan Fraser again. The guy has said um, that uh, Philip Burke has said that he did issue an apology, but he admitted no wrongdoing, saying that Brendan Fraser, his version of it is a total fabrication. That he did pinch the butt, but he said, I did it as a total joke. And I never did the taint this part and the taint that part. I just, none of that existed. Oh, by the way, the... Uh, he was in the affair is that what you're looking for
1: yeah yes sorry he was in the affair there is an abduction making news a a near abduction making news but thanks to a good samaritan it didn't happen this was in santa ana yesterday Amy Martinez, 12 years old, is walking on South Main Street towards school when a homeless woman grabs her, wraps her in a one-handed hug, and begins dragging her away. A good Samaritan's driving by, spots Amy, spots something's not right, so she pulls into a parking lot. She rolls down the window of the car and confronts the kidnapper who's still holding on to the girl. She says it took her about five seconds to formulate a rescue plan, and she begins yelling, she's mine, give her back. And she goes up and she hugs the girl. She puts her in the car and she drives away. Now, the girl knew, the little girl knew all along that this was not her mother. uh, But she knew that she was lying for the right reasons, this good Samaritan.
0: That's a, can you imagine what you, they talk about the mom, Sandra Martinez, when she gets the call that says, oh, by the way, hey, a funny thing happened on the way home from school today. Uh, Your little girl was kidnapped for a few seconds. That that would uh that would make you freeze, I would imagine. Um listen, if you don't like your driver's license picture, you can according to a new bill, you might be able to choose the one that you have. Let me Do see you yours. See the, that that picture is fourteen years old.
1: You have a mustache. I have a what? There's a mustache. I don't have a mustache. This is a mustache.
0: Um Democratic Senator Josh Newman of Fullerton.
1: Gosh, I that got name Insta- sounds familiar. Can I Instagram this picture? No, because you're going to put my address no, it's, on No, I'm there. not. It's just a picture. I'll just do the picture. There's you should clearly, see
0: mine. I'm 15 and a half in my picture. There's clearly You still have mustache. your original one? Yeah. it's. I get stopped every time I walk into a bar or anything. They just look at me and just hope I'm the right person. I have a picture from my Washington state driver's license that I took. I want to say... Maybe three or four weeks after my son was born and both my wife and I had gained some weight, I was pushing maximum density in this picture. And it's close to two hundred pounds. It's me wow. at two hundred pounds. Mine is me at five five one forty. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Newman says uh that they want you they want to be able to get, I don't know, three or four pictures or whatever, and then give that you the choice give you the choice to pick.
1: Right. Uh
0: I guess it's just bad shading. It's not a mustache. Oh, really? Yeah. I
1: okay. haven't had
0: I haven't had a mustache for I had a mustache for about three weeks in college and realized it was how much really would you pay choice. to see
2: a selection of photos because it doesn't say in that article how much they would charge.
0: Um, like to to raise money for the DMV?
2: Well, like you know, you take your picture and you're really concerned that you're going to have a bad picture day.
0: You know, if they really want to do it right, what they do is they take three or four pictures and then. They have, like, a random panel, pick which one is best, and put the price on that one the highest. There you that's go. That's just ludicrous.
1: So. Oh, my gosh, Blake. This isn't expired yet? <laughs> Holy hell. He wow. looks like a 12-year-old. That is too bad. Don't show a girl this.
2: <laughs> that should that's not like, be that's like, on your yeah. Tinder profile. All
1: right. Uh, it is National Margarita Day, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Best way to make a margarita?
2: Don't use sweet and sour.
1: Amen, sir. Yeah. Amen, sir. Unless you're
2: going to make your own sweet and sour, but you can just use like tequila, a ga- agave nectar.
1: A little triple sec. Can it just be tequila? A day? little lime juice. Tequila
0: and lime. That's all you need. Yeah, I, I Good couldn't Good tequila agree and a little squirt deferred to lime. Yes, sir. <laughs> Speak
2: my language. Gary likes shots. Shots, shots, shots,
0: shots. All right. We'll do Olympics when we come back. <laughs> Talking about this uh, Canadian yeah. hockey team. So sorry that they lost to the Americans. Did you see the one Canadian hockey player remove her silver medal? She
1: was pissed. She wanted the gold. Silver was baloney. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. Gary and Shannon. They are a very nice people, the Canadians. And I do feel bad that we should let them have certain things that, you know, seem to be theirs, like curling in a hockey, but that didn't happen. <laughs> that, was
0: an, a, that was women. an awesome, awesome game worthy of a gold medal match last night. I don't know why we have to do a spoiler alert. The thing happened live at 10 o'clock last night.
1: It was 38 years to the day of Miracle on Ice.
0: Now, I did not know that there.
1: That. There's no real comparison because the women always stood a chance. It's just that the Canada's team, Can- Canadians team, has bested our team for the last what four Olympics yeah. or so. And, um, and it's clear. I mean, they've got
0: talent. We have talent. It's. it's it was a good matchup. It was a great, and that it was, was, the was thing. like it's,
1: the Dodgers and the Astros, and it had to come down to a game seven, of course. And this, this was going to have to come down to a shootout. Yeah,
0: and it was it was awesome. I mean, the idea that there were there were sloppy points in you know for both teams, and they were kind of pulling it together there towards the end. There was a Canadian mistake that allowed this long pass that has uh, allowed us to score the second goal in that third period. There was also an American who got her head chopped off by a Canadian in front of the goal, and I don't know how that's not a penalty in international hockey, but it wasn't it should have been a five minute major but it but if it was the n h l but it wasn't. It, we go on to win in the shootout and win the gold medal for the first time since, for a lot of these women who were on this team since they were babies. Nineteen
1: ninety eight, since we uh, joined the women's hockey Olympic event. Uh, the goalie, our goalie, twenty year old Maddie Rooney.
0: She was an in. I think she was months old yes. the last time. The last time we won gold, so good for them. By the way, there was a Canadian woman. Who decided that uh, this was second place was not good enough for her? Uh, her name is Ricky, Josh Lynn. Ricky Bobby LaRoque. La, La, La who Ricky, says
1: Ricky Bobby? Yeah. Okay, got it.
0: First, you know, second place is first mm-hmm. loser. Yep. And as the Olympic officials are going down the line and placing the silver medals around the neck of the Canadian hockey players, she promptly takes it off of her neck and then holds it in her hand. She didn't want to wear it. I have never seen that happen before.
3: I
1: can understand that. Seriously? As a competitor?
0: Yes, as a competitor, but you got the silver medal.
1: Yeah, but you went for the gold. Oh, I have some respect. You have some respect for competition.
0: I am not a competitive
1: person. (laughs) Is that why you wore your gold medal that you got in bowling on Friday through the weekend and into work on Monday?
0: I just forgot that it was on. You
1: slept with it.
0: Again, I just forgot that I was the winner.
1: Well, we have uh, edged out the Canadians in the curl the men's curling competition as well.
0: Yeah, uh, big victory, a remarkable comeback story for the American curling team because I don't think anyone has. A- this would be the equivalent of the United States winning the World Cup
1: in well, soccer. This is funny because when we talked to Fred Rogan, who's covering the curling competition for for NBC and on CNBC. I was joking with him, and I said, I don't know. This curling team feels like Lake Placid, feels like 1980. And he's laughed, right. and he said, there's no way. Well, we got to get him back on. I
0: think he owes you a steak dinner, if I'm not wrong, uh, not mistaken. Uh, Lindsey Vaughn didn't do so well. Michaela Schifrin, no, she doesn't owe you dinner? No. I thought that was a bet. Um, Lindsey Vaughn, 33 years old. She's out. She's never going to compete again, probably, at least not on anything close to this level but Michaela Schifrin comes in and she wins the silver uh, for uh, for last night's competition. The The nice thing about what's going on is we're getting to the point where every day there's a ridiculous number of medals that will be awarded. So we're seeing a lot of, uh, of final competitions in some of these things. And closing ceremonies are Sunday night. By the way, NBC announced on NBC that it will be Sarah Lipinski and Johnny Weir doing the closing ceremonies. Do you like it? I don't know. I love the I love them when they do their figure skating. That's their that's their lane. They do it well. Mm-hmm. It's quirky. It's funny. It's a little snarky at times, and that's that's my speed. I think there's a certain amount of decorum, perhaps, that comes with the closing ceremonies of the Olympic Games. That would call for Mike Tirico. By the way, they're on the set with Mike Tirico when they make the oh, announcement oh, yesterday. Think, yeah. And Mike Tarico was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, I did it in Rio. He had to throw that yeah. in there. <laughs> I felt like it was a dig. Like, well, come on, you guys. I'm right here.
1: Um, I heard Petro Samani at length talk about Tara Lipinski and uh, and Johnny Weir. And Matt found that Tara Lipinski is trying to keep up with Johnny Weir's outfits. And she should not try. Oh, no. That she should not try. I
0: not didn't try. think that. I didn't. Wow, that's interesting.
1: And that Johnny's commentary leaves a little bit uh, to be desired. Petra Samani did 25 minutes on it yesterday. <sighs>
0: That was the first and last time they've ever done figure skating commentary breakdowns. They
1: were, they were very serious and adamant about it. And uh, I don't know if I saw it on NBC
2: or Snapchat, but Johnny Weir said that they, between the both of them, they took 21 or 22 suitcases full of like clothes Jesus and costumes. Mary I can
0: imagine and that. Yeah. Yeah. And they've only gone through the first three so far. 21 uh,
2: suitcases. There's a thing on Snapchat, a little Snapchat story, where Johnny Weir was talking about how much goes into the process of his hair. And they did a little thing where they showed two little baby birds, like fake baby birds, mm-hmm. were put up in his, like the nest that his hair became. And uh, it was just funny to watch. Two little baby birds up in there. I'm glad you don't have hair like that.
1: <laughs> Coming up next, we dive into Swamp Watch. CPAC happened. A lot of speakers, a lot of uh, guns and school safety topics to talk about. Mike Pence talking about school safety becoming a, a top priority. We'll dive into it with Serena Marshall when we come back.
0: Gary and Shannon will continue.
3: Drain the swamp. We're gonna drain the swamp of Washington. We're gonna have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. swamp launch.
1: And Shannon, KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk, school safety. One of the major topics today at the Conservative Political Action Conference. Serena Marshall was there, joins us now. Hi there.
0: Hi there. Sorry about that. I was saying things off the air because the microphone wasn't turned on. So it was a great question I asked you, and you didn't even get to a chance to respond. So I, <laughs> I want to play just first. Uh, Wayne LaPierre, the National Rifle Association CEO, was one of the speakers today. They
4: don't care if their laws work or not. They just want to get more laws to get more control over people. But the NRA, the NRA does care.
0: He, re- he spoke to the issue of school safety specifically specifically. Uh, and avoided the issue of any sort of gun control, right?
4: To the talking points of the NRA and what we've heard from them previously, and his appearance at the CPAC convention was actually not expected. It kind of came as a surprise to everybody there, but he really railed against uh, those wanting to impact, have any kind of gun control, and that's not the issue. The Second Amendment is the issue, and that we're going to end up seeing a new wave of European socialism in the U.S. if they give up any kind of gun control rights that inhibit their Second Amendment rights.
1: Who else uh, was speaking at this?
4: Well, it's a three-day conference right outside of D.C. in Maryland, and today you saw, uh, you saw him speak, you had Vice President Mike Pence speak, you had White House Counsel Don McGahn speak, uh, and then tomorrow the president will actually be making an appearance along with many of his other administration officials. They're really actually, it's kind of amazing looking at the history of this conference, it's really heavy on the Trump administration officials and less so on members of Congress, which in the past has really been kind of the opposite, the administration as you can imagine under the obama was completely absent but there was a lot of congressional members and members of the senate involved
0: this discussion today from Wayne LaPierre was really the first time that the nra had come out with any sort of an official statement about the uh, the shooting itself from last week
4: Well, and he spoke about the shooting and offered their condolences and things that he called for that he wanted to see were calls for armed security in school and in every community in America, saying that if they have trained effective armed security that will protect, in his words, uh, every innocent child in this country. And that that has to happen now, saying evil is walking among us. And so, uh, you know, that's kind of similar to what we heard yesterday during that CNN town hall. And so it... There's no deviation there from the things we've heard from the NRA previously on this issue. One thing they have said that they are against is raising that age for purchases of things like rifles, which it seems the president is actually pivoting towards.
0: All right, Serena, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Serena Marshall, they were the latest on uh, the speakers today at the Conservative Political Action Conference. Um, the president has said that he and the National Rifle Association are on the same page, I'm not sure what the NRA says about that specifically, but he was at a um, meeting in the Oval Office today with local officials on school safety and had said uh, he has spoken to NRA officials and they are, quote, ready to do things. He says, I don't think I'll be going up against them. One of the things that he has been saying that the president has been saying is he's interested in raising the age limit for purchasing guns uh, up to the age of 21 is basically the assumption. I haven't heard him say that specifically, but raising it in 21 makes perfect sense. The NRA strongly opposes that and has for some time and has been very vocal about that. Uh, But those aged 18 to 20 right now are currently legal to uh, legal to buy, for the most part, long guns, rifles, shotguns, et cetera, which, of course, were uh, used in the, the rifle was used in the shooting in Florida last Wednesday. So I don't know if this is as I don't know if they are on exactly the same page the way the president describes it. I mean, they may be speaking the same language, but there are some definite differences between what the president has said he would do and what the NRA said that they're willing to do.
1: I hope what doesn't happen is people just stick to their particular issue, stick to what they think they should happen on a particular front, because it's all about coordination and cooperation, as we're learning in this case about the local authorities cooperating with the FBI or vice versa and and the school officials cooperating with law enforcement and uh, a combination of better school security at not being an open campus towards the end of the day. A combination between that and maybe we do have more security on campus in the form of teachers having guns, but not just one arm of the argument should be dealt with. We got to address all of the the shortcomings.
0: Do you think this is worthy of I don't know if this is the right way to put it, because I would imagine it would get caught in bureaucratic BS. But the president puts together a blue ribbon panel and handpicks four or five, eight people to, to deal like to deal with each of the arms of the argument that needs to be fixed so that those people can all work together. I
1: think that's an excellent idea, because right now there's too many cooks in the kitchen and they're all working on different dishes. Yeah. You know, you got your mental health dish over here. You got your gun uh, souffle over here.
0: Gun souffle. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk about what the president said about California, why he's thinking about pulling immigration agents out of the state of California. That's coming up next on Gary and Shannon. swamp watch talking about what's going on in washington dc talked a, a few minutes ago about the conservative political action conference the president will speak there tomorrow today though he uh, hosted a series of local lawmakers in uh, in the white house and was talking about safety and security he started going off on california specifically when it comes to mara salvatrucha talking about the ms13 gang we're getting
3: no help from the state of california I mean, frankly, if I wanted to pull our people from California, you would have a crime nest like you've never seen in California. All I'd have to do is say, ICE and Border Patrol, let California alone. You'd be inundated. You would see crime like nobody's ever seen crime in this country. And yet we get no help from the state of California. They are doing a lousy management job. They have the highest taxes in the nation. And... They don't know what's happening out there. It's, a, it's a, Frankly, it's a disgrace. Uh, the Sanctuary City situation, the protection of these horrible criminals, you know, because mm. you're working on it. And uh, the protection of these horrible criminals in California and, and other places, but in California, that if we ever pulled our ice out, if we ever said, hey, let California alone, let them figure it out for themselves. In two months, they'd be begging for us to come back. They would be begging. And you know what? I'm thinking about doing it. And he's that was so
1: pissed at California. <laughs> he is so pissed because the majority of the state has in the uh, populated cities. Has he come out here yet? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's visited. He may have visited. I don't even know if he's visited once. Despite the fires and the mudslides and all of that. I mean, usually they come out for that kind of stuff.
0: Usually they come out for something, fundraiser or something.
1: Definitely money. I mean, mm. George W. came out for money all the yeah, time. A couple times. It's just funny the way he he's
2: ramping himself up about it. Yeah. At the end, he's like, and you know what? I might do that. That's exactly yeah.
1: right.
0: But, that, I mean, we see that pattern. That's it's like a child in a
1: tantrum at the supermarket. Right. He's not going to do it. That's not something that would happen. But first the frustration, then the tears and <laughs> right. the red face then the falling on the floor. What?
0: They have, uh, they being uh, politicians in D.C., have not been able to come up with a plan yet for DACA. Um, on March 5th is when this, uh, deferred action for childhood arrivals is set to expire. Although nothing is really going to happen on March 5th. It's not like the people are going to be arrested or deported or anything like that because federal judges here in California and also in New York, uh, have ordered the justice department to continue accepting DACA renewal applications while they continue to appeal the, the program, um, the judge's orders have taken some amount of pressure off of Congress to get something done, anything done, but it doesn't change the fact that Congress has been sitting on its collective 535 thumbs for a while and uh, not been able to do anything. So, uh, I guess that would be a 1,070 thumbs. It's a lot of thumbs. Uh, so, where do they stand? Last week, the Senate brought up and couldn't advance four different immigration proposals. That would have given Dreamers some sort of uh, legal status in exchange for border security. Uh, The one that had the best chance would have provided $25 billion for border security, including the wall, in return for legalizing 1.8 million Dreamers. Not 700,000, 1.8 million.
1: Coming up at the top of the hour after Monica's news, we're going to be talking about the tip that came into the FBI about the shooter in Florida. And about the protocol and how it was not uh, followed. But also coming out is information about the organization of next month's rally in Washington. Uh, They're expecting up to 500,000 people, according to the event permit application that they just filed with the National Park Service. It will be called the March for Our Lives, March 24th. And it's going to be or it has been organized by survivors of uh, last week's school massacre there. And there will be marches, sister marches in other major cities. You can bet your bottom there will be one in Los Angeles. and it would have to San be. Francisco, yeah.
0: Uh, big news is that a week from today, we bring back the gas news and brews. We're going to be at uh, J.T. Schmid's in Tustin, as a matter of fact, from 10 o'clock until 2 o'clock to help kick off OC Restaurant Week. Again, that's a week from today at J.T. Schmid's in Tustin, so you can... Uh, Order that grilled salmon salad or the walnut and pear salad. Somebody somebody uh, pointed out that they have a kale and quinoa salad on their mm. menu.
1: Talk so. to me about those tots.
0: Which ones? <laughs> the lots of tots. Lots of tots. Tots the way you remember as a kid, except now they're served with a chipotle aioli and a spicy tapatio ketchup. What else do I have to say about them? Nothing. The only thing I would, yeah. and maybe we can order this special, is just a, just a sprinkling of some super sharp cheddar cheese on top of it. Can you imagine
1: that? You like sharp cheddar cheese on Mm. anything.
0: I like sharp cheddar cheese on top of my sharp cheddar cheese.
1: White or yellow?
0: Uh, Sometimes the white tends to be more sharp. So if I'm going for the extra sharp, sometimes I'll take the white extra sharp cheddar cheese. Uh, But they've got all kinds of great stuff on their menu that we cannot wait. We cannot wait to try out, including the Bigger Batter Asser Burger. I have no idea what that is, but I can't wait for you to find out what that is.
1: Oh, I will... Yes.
0: The bigger, badder ass. <laughs> I was
1: just going to say something, and it was going to come out the wrong way. I would like it to be noted in the record that today, on February 22nd, ah. 2018, at 1256, I showed restraint. Yes. that we'll, will Make a
0: post for it. That will go well uh, towards your uh, your promotion in the uh, nice police that you have.
1: No, I gave up come. that. I, I gave my badge. Oh, and, you did? Yeah. Oh. It wasn't a good fit. I
0: thought there was something different about you. All right, more when we come back. Uh, don't forget, Mark Saltzman's coming up next hour. We're going to talk about some some tech stuff. And did you see the did you see the rocket launch this morning? I didn't. Uh, I saw a picture of it from San Francisco, and it looked really cool. Anyway, we'll talk about that when we get into some weird, uh, awkward, odd science things.
1: We'll we're, we'll work on it. We'll workshop it during the break.
0: Gary and Shannon will continue after this. way.